The crazy thing is that most people think like, oh, the priest gives you the sacrament of marriage. And that's not true at all. Hello everybody, my name is Adam Cross. I'm an associate marriage and family therapist in Southern California. Work for a nonprofit group called Still Point Family Resources. I'm also a youth minister at uh, my local parish in Simi Valley, California. So today I wanna to talk about why I'm married. Um, that might sound like a silly question, but I think in um, modern times we have to ask, like why do people get married? So I wanna talk about why I got married, um, share a little bit about myself and that. I've been married for almost two years now, uh, coming up on two years, and my wife uh, and I met at a young adult event actually at our parish. Um, we were playing capture the flag and eating burgers, I think. A conversation came up of The Walking Dead, and, um, she, and I loved The Walking Dead, and um, she, she jumped in the conversation, started talking about The Walking Dead as well. And then we started talking and we started hanging out in groups. And then um, a few months later, after just talking a lot, we started dating. And then um, four years later, we got married. And I remember uh, my wedding day, I was standing in the front of the church um, and my wife was walking down the aisle with her dad and um, I, I started really hardcore, ugly crying. It was really bad. Um, it was ugly. And it was like uncontrollable. Like I was trying so hard to not cry, but it was almost like I just wanted to explode with tears. And unfortunately for me, very fortunate for my wife, um, the videographer got it all on video of me crying. Um, but it was this beautiful moment where I just like couldn't, contain what I was feeling. Uh, it was feelings of joy and um, feelings of love and excitement just bubbling up all over the place. And I cried like a little baby in front of everybody. There's kind of this question of, you know, why do people get married at all? Um, and you look at society and you look at celebrities and you look at what's common and you can often think, you know, well, marriage is kind of just a piece of paper. People just go to a courthouse get a piece of paper and they're married, doesn't really mean anything. And I'm gonna have to say that if somebody thinks that, they're right. If marriage is going to a courthouse, getting a piece of paper, or if marriage is having your friend go online and get a certificate and marry you, then is it important, right? It, it doesn't seem like it, right? Because you could cut that piece of paper up you could get another piece of paper to undo that piece of paper if that's all marriage is. The difference is, is that the Catholic Church has the sacrament of matrimony, right? The sacrament of matrimony is a lot different than a piece of paper alone, right? Still a piece of paper, but that's not it, right? The marriage is based upon the sacrament. A sacrament is a tangible sign of God's grace. It's something that God gives us that, that we can tangibly and physically see is a gift of his love, right? So a sacrament, right? A sacrament of marriage is that God is giving us this great gift of marriage 
that he pours out his graces into, which is kind of crazy to think about. Like the gift you get in marriage, like it's not, it's not the ring, right? It's the other person. And through that other person, through this bond, God is actually giving you grace, giving you strength, giving you virtue. So, so marriage is this beautiful, beautiful uh, way that God is like interacting in, in our lives and in society. And it's this building block of society. To talk about cohabitation a little bit, like we're asking, okay, why do I get married at all? You know, if marriage is just a piece of paper and that's it, why do I get married, right? And that's what's happening nowadays is most people, a lot of young people aren't getting married at all. Here's the thing about cohabitation. Cohabitation is defined of you're living with somebody and there's usually a sexually intimate aspect of that relationship. So it's not just roommates, right? It, it's, it's a romantic aspect of living with somebody. Um, the thing is, is that people who cohabitate, they have actually a lot higher chance of getting divorced than a couple who waits to get married to live with each other, right? Statistically, we see that. And to even start out with marriages right now, I think in California, it's like 53% of people get divorced. So 53% are already getting divorced. And then you live with your significant other before you get married, you're increasing that beyond 53% chance that you'll get divorced. Cohabitation, right? A lot of people say like, well, you know, you need to ride the bike before you, you buy it. Like all these pretty bad analogies for another human being. Like, oh, you need to see what somebody else is like. Like, do they clean up after themselves? You know, like, how do they brush their teeth? Like all these kind of ridiculous things that are arguments to live with somebody before you get married. But the truth is, if you do that, you're more likely to get divorced. You're also more likely to not get married at all if you live with each other before you get married. There's a higher chance of infidelity because there's there's no real commitment other than just you living there that keeps you together, right? Um, there's, there's more chance that you'll break up if you're living together before you get married, right? Um, so the sacrament of marriage is different. Why is it different? Like I said, the sacrament of marriage is this tangible gift of God's grace through the other person. The crazy thing is that most people think like, oh, the priest gives you the sacrament of marriage. And that's not true at all. Actually, the priest just kind of makes sure that the sacrament happens, but the priest doesn't give you the sacrament. You give yourself the sacrament to the other person, right? So when a man and a woman get married, they are giving themselves freely, totally, faithfully, and fruitfully to that other person. So the couple administers the sacrament to one another. It's kind of this really cool analogy where you think about when a man and a woman love each other and give themselves fully to another, right? And then create a family together in marriage. Um, they reflect God itself. As I said in another video, um, you know, the father, the image of the Trinity is the father loves the son so much, not himself, right? It's not a selfish love, right? The son loves the father so much right? not himself right? again it's like this this authentic giving for the other that love is so strong because god and their love is so perfect that that love is literally the third person of the trinity the holy spirit which is love itself so that means god's love is selfless right is total is faithful right is very fruitful right and it's free right so marriage a sacrament of matrimony reflects God itself. Last couple things I want to talk about is that what makes sacrament of matrimony different from going to the courthouse? 
Well, there's a few things, right, that we recognize this as a sacrament, as each person gives themselves fully to the other. There's a few things that are needed for this sacrament, right? For the sacrament of marriage, and we, we look at this as like true, authentic love, right? Like true marital love. You'll hear the word conjugal thrown around a lot. Like real conjugal love requires these four things, right, for marriage. First one is free. So if you were forced to marry somebody, would that marriage be real? No, right? It's, it's, it's not valid. It's not, it's not a sacrament. It's not real because you're not free. You have to consent fully to choose to give yourself to the other person. Real love in marriage is free. The second one is total. So in marriage, right, they're called to give all of themselves, 110% of themselves to the other person. Here's what this could look like you know, as a bad scenario, like if somebody has a drug addiction, but doesn't tell their spouse and they get married, or, you know, someone has huge secrets that they're not telling the other person, they're not fully giving themselves to the other. Marriage and like real authentic love requires a total giving of self to the other person, right? So we have free, we have total, we have faithful, right? This one makes sense for a lot of people. Real love in marriage has to be faithful, right? If you're totally giving yourself to three people, uh, you're probably not totally giving yourself to three different people. Um, it has to be faithful, right? To give your love to your beloved. So married married love, true love, authentic love is faithful. And the last one is fruitful. And this is probably the one that people have the most trouble with. The sacrament of matrimony, right? This marriage has to be open to children. Because like we said, marriage reflects the Trinity, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit right, as a relationship itself, right? A man and a woman and a child or children. It doesn't mean that every time, you know, a man and a, a husband and wife are intimate with each other, that a child has to be born. That's not what it means. But it means that, um, that marriage is open to God using your love, using your relationship, right? To, to produce fruit, to produce other use, right? mini me's of your spouse right i like to say like if you love somebody so much but you would be terrified if there's more of them maybe you don't love them all as much as you think you do like i love you so much but if there was another one of you running around i couldn't handle it is that love right i i, I don't think so right it's being open to god bearing fruit literally you know children in your lives that could be a whole nother video, I swear. You know, I, d I don't wanna minimize how important that factor is, the fruitfulness and talking about contraception and infertility and all these different things. But um, married love is free, it's faithful, it's total, it's fruitful. So you can see that, that the sacrament of matrimony <clears throat> is no light undertaking. It's a total gift of self. St. Paul in a letter to the Ephesians says that, you know, um, that husbands have to love their wives as Christ loves the church. How did Christ love the church? Christ died on a cross brutally for his church, the bride. So husbands, you were called to die brutally for your bride, right? And that might mean dying to yourself. That might mean serving your bride when you don't feel like it, right? And in the same way, wives, right? St. Paul calls wives to love their husbands, right? In that same mission of Christ, for wives to die to themselves, right? To love the other, to serve the other, right? In reflecting Christ. 
the sacrament of matrimony is not just a piece of paper. You know, it's not something we just kind of willy-nilly enter into. It's something that is so deep and so deeply rooted in who we are and who God is that it can't be ignored because it's the foundation of our society. It's what healthy and holy community is built upon. I, I joke around with my wife that um, <clears throat> marriage, the sacrament of matrimony, is, is kind of like a mini purgatory. Um, and you think of, you know, purgatory is the place if you die and, you know, you, there's still some sins, you know, that you need to be cleansed of, still some effects of sins that you need to be cleansed of before you go to heaven, right? You're, you're being purged after you die to go to heaven, right? Um, marriage is kind of like that. <laughs> and not that, not that um, it's, it's hell, right? It's the opposite. It's that marriage is, is really like helping you get to heaven, right? In, in Proverbs, it says, you know, as iron sharpens iron, one man sharpens another man, right? It's like sometimes in marriage, you butt heads, right? Um, you rub up against each other and, and you have arguments, but you learn how to love, you learn to grow in virtue as we bring God into this. And marriage purges you and helps you become ready for heaven, to be with Christ. The, the, the sacrament of matrimony at its, at its core is that the husband is helping his wife get to heaven. And in the same way, the wife is helping her husband get to heaven for all eternity right it's not for the white dress or you know the, the honeymoon but it's it's to help each other to become holy right to be transformed to encounter christ and ultimately be with christ for all eternity i'm married because i believe in the sacrament of matrimony i believe in god's gift um, of marriage and that it transforms not only my life right and being able to die to myself uh, for my wife in little ways, but it transforms society, right? To have these these people willing to selflessly give of themselves to their spouse, to their beloved, reflecting God. You know, if everybody lived holy marriages, man, our world would just be flipped upside down. And marriage has been a beautiful experience for me. It's not always, you know, like rainbows and butterflies. You know, it takes work, it takes practice, it takes patience, right? But that's what true love involves. So if you have any questions, <clears throat> feel free to comment below. Give this video a like, share it, uh, subscribe somewhere over here. Um, send me an email or um, check out my website. And um, I have a bunch of services that I offer on my website as well. But thank you for watching and God bless.